kidneys, very important organs outside of its function of regulating fluid retention. Perhaps even kidneys are the most important organ in the body. Hello, welcome to the Vital Veda Show. I'm your host, Dylan Smith. I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner and holistic health educator and someone who is very fascinated by those two fist thingies on the either side of your spine at the lower level of your rib cage. And that are the kidneys, these two very important organs that perhaps don't get enough appreciation and attention beyond just fluid regulation is what typical people think. And what really, not only kidneys we're going to discuss today in, in brief, we're going to discuss also about urinary tract infections and the urinary tract because UTIs are so common, particularly in women, but in, in many people, and it's just extremely prevalent. Over half women will get UTIs. So, and it can be very painful and needing for antibiotics, painkillers. So we're, we're going to go into that. But firstly, of course, it's related with the kidneys, the urinary tract. And as I said, there's that you've got two on the lower level of your rib cage. You can kind of feel them if you squeeze they're about the size of your fist so you put your fist at the lower end of your rib cage you can feel that tender spot in fact we do specific treatments to kidneys in Ayurveda they're called bustis uh, like a coloma busti and we'll do that on that area um, basically make essentially a donut out of dough and and make it large and put it over each kidney and fill that up with medicated oil and we do that for diabetics and anyone with kidney disorders. But we're going to speak more about the urinary tract. And as I said, kidneys are not even like, yes, they help with fluid regulation, but they're these powerful chemical factories that remove wastes from the body. They remove drugs from the body, like any pharmaceutical medication or drugs. They balance the body's fluids. They release hormones that regulate blood pressure. They definitely play a big role in blood pressure. And they even help produce an active form of vitamin D, which is like the most crucial hormone. It's a hormone for energy and vitality and for immune system. Bone health is just one thing, but immunity and Alzheimer's, neurological health, so many things. And it also even can you play a role in the production of red blood cells. So weak kidneys definitely correlate with the digestive system, as I said the kidneys are playing a role in removing waste products and filtering and, and just dealing with it. So it filters everything we eat and drink and your digestive strength, your which we call an Ayurveda Agni, that will determine the load on your kidneys. Now, you by the way, you can survive even with one kidney. People donate kidneys, one of their kidneys out of their two, but mostly with this inevitable toxic world we're living in inevitable to some extent you can definitely reduce it significantly but especially with people drinking tap water for most of their life and like your kidneys are going to be vulnerable and we really want to have a strong digestion so that they don't get prone to disease and this can definitely lead to things like diabetes or kidney failure or even correlating with the liver so many aspects within that abdominal organ area, we can prevent this by having good digestion and optimizing our digestion. And we do that in Ayurveda. And we've done a whole course on the essence of Ayurvedic nutrition, 
which not only teaches you about the ethics of Ayurvedic nutrition, but teaches you about how to apply that in every area of life and how to optimize your Agni or digestive fire. And then specifically, I do that a lot in my consultations. We work on specific digestion. Everyone's got a unique digestive tract and we, we optimize that for proper elimination, digestive comfort, digestive energy. You should be feeling energy after food. You should be having comfort. You should be feeling good. You should not have any discomfort. You should have proper elimination of the waste in the morning before any food or coffee, a good bowel motion, not too loose and good quality so this is all when this is maintained this is definitely going to take pressure off the kidneys what else puts strain on the kidneys well definitely big things are cold foods and cold drinks right these like freeze our kidneys it makes it hard and constrict and like it's like when you jump into cold water you you constrict your heart you get it you make it easy baby like let me have a nice enjoyable indulgence in the water and the food that I'm interacting with. And furthermore, you make that water hot, like sip hot water. It is such powerful medicine. Just like hot water washes grease off dirty dishes, it does the same in the intestines and even in the filtration pathways of the, the urinary tract and, and the mutra vahasrata, we call it, the, the urinary channels and the kidneys. So when we're sipping hot water, it's like melting the toxins in our body and it's hot water dilates it opens up it's it's extremely powerful medicine don't underestimate this powerful purification technique it's so simple sip hot water throughout the day it's not about how much water you drink but how frequently you sip it especially if there's kidney disease we need to be very we need to monitor the amount of water and urinary tract infections we need to monitor the amount of water because a lot of those times excess water can be an issue however sipping small quantities throughout the day frequently is very helpful for the kidneys and for the urinary tract it's one of the most powerful medicine definitely do not drink the cold water and of course whenever you can avoid painkillers avoid medications you know, we, we, we don't want to be taking these unnecessarily these these type of drugs usually are more reserved for acute conditions we want to use them as a last resort we want to utilize the body's own mechanisms to heal itself and deal with even any chronic disorders and and if there are medications involved this is what i love to do with patients absolutely is if if they want to get off them which is a wise thing according to the medication of course then we can trigger with the herbs and with the protocol and the digestion and the diet we can activate the body's own mechanisms to start healing itself so that it can become self-sustainable and you can go back to your doctor and with their guidance and with their recommendations and under their care, you can gradually reduce and potentially wean off the medicine medication. So this is a wise thing for the, for the kidneys and kidneys also in Ayurveda are, are correlated with your energy. They are not only the filtration of fluid, but they absorb and they balance the body's fluids. So we have this fluid in Ayurveda, which we call ojas, which is like a bio-celestial liquid substance. It's the essential liquid of our body. It is the factor. It predominantly resides in the heart, but also circulates all throughout the body, especially interacting with the kidneys and the urinary tract. So this fluid, which we call ojas, is the factor for our immunity, and our ability to reproduce two factors we cannot live in this world without and 
it is the factor for our glow, our radiance, our love. It relates with our consciousness. It, it opens our mind and our heart and our emotions. So this ojas is definitely related with the kidneys. When we're not putting pressure on the kidneys through toxins, fluoride water, chloride water, um, cold water, environmental pollutants, any so alcohol, so many things, it, it definitely helps build and direct its biological energy towards building OGES rather than having to filter out all the crap. Urinary tract infections, so common, women are more prone because of their exposed genitals, more exposed, and also their shorter urethra. So if you're a woman, there's a 50% chance you'll end up with this condition of urinary tract infections. Now, not only the reason that women are more common is because of their exposed genitalia and their shorter urethra, but women tend to hold their belly in. They tend to be tense in that area. They, they suck it in and tense it a bit just so I can look a bit more flat. And this is causing so many issues. And I countlessly every day see women with this with this condition, which is a, a causative factor, a root factor towards urinary tract infections, towards menstrual pain and menstrual imbalances, towards constipation, because you're tensing that area and it can't release and fully open the channels and relax the sphincters and the muscles. And this is one of the correlations with UTIs, urinary tract infections, because it also correlates with a woman's inability to fully empty their bladder and relax their bladder, relax their urethra. And, 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 we'll, and we'll go into that about how important it is to fully honor the natural urges, as some people call nature's call. Nature's call is to urinate and defecate. But we're talking about the urination here. And, and when the women or anyone, men as well, can have it. It's just more common in women from what I've seen. Is, is that tension and that does not allow the system to fully eliminate those wastes. So that being said, also more than 90% of all UTIs are caused by E. coli or Escherichia coli, which is a bacteria and it's an ordinary bacteria, but when it's high in numbers in places where it shouldn't be, like your urinary system, UTIs will manifests and it's, it's a lot related with this and and it's not like this e coli is infiltrating you and oh it got into me from someone who i slept with or i went camping and it, it's not my fault it's the e coli's sure that can be a case but how powerful is your urinary tract system how relaxed is it that it can deal with things that come in how powerful are your kidneys to be able to filtrate your liver to be able to deal your immune system your microbiome to be able to deal with this e coli that may enter that is going to determine whether it can live there harmoniously and be like an ordinary bacteria and it can regulate its own numbers because the microbiome that's rich and fine at vagina is one of the places and we've done a whole episode with a fertility nutritionist on the vaginal microbiome and in vital veda we love enhance and i'll say we and especially me love enhancing that microbiome of the vagina because i work with a lot of infertility every day it's just extremely common and and one of the things is that poor ph imbalance and microbial diversity in the vagina so we have certain oils like pradahara pichu oil and, and yoni oils and yoni geese to enhance that bacterial 
makeup in the vagina so that if something like excess E. coli or some pathogen entered or some even some STD, whatever it is, it can regulate itself. This is the whole science of microbiome is these aren't the bad guys and we have to target this virus or this bacteria and get rid of it. It's about how's your terrain, how's your environment being able to metabolize it. So some symptoms or which we call in the arena, rupa of UTIs, of course, burning, urination, frequent urges to urinate, lower abdominal pain and aching, blood in your urine sometimes, but not always, and it's perhaps a bit of a cloudy urine. Now, it can be very painful. It's very sad, and it, some people experience it frequently. And the causes, well, let's go look at the root. We explored some of them, the tight belly, the weak digestion, but other causes can be excess water intake. You know, if you're drinking a lot of water, I heard I should be drinking three liters of water. I'm going to drink a lot. Well, this is going to give pressure on your kidneys. It's going to have to deal with more. And in Ayurveda, this is a condition called Ati Pravritti, which is Shrotadushti, which is an imbalance of the shrota of the channel, in this case, the urinary system of ati, of excess functioning, of pravriti, excess activity. You have this excess activity of drinking water that's putting, that's causing a vitiation to urinary tract and putting pressure on the kidney. With the water, just drink according to your thirst. And as I said in the beginning, sip hot water. As my teachers say, they see thousands of patients a year and I've been with them in consultations from the serious, most serious conditions till the most simple prevention, not simple, but people wanting to prevent. And the number one recommendation they give is sip the hot water more and more. It is so powerful. Don't underestimate it. So that being said, the hotter the better and uh, no need to drink so much. Drink according to your first. Another cause of UTIs is suppressing the urinary urge. Now, this is a huge cause of disease. This is one of the major causes of disease, according to Ayurveda, and it's known as Adharania Vegas, which means suppression of the natural urges. You suppress a natural urge you have, it is going to backlog in your system. Toxins are going to stay there. It's going to cause pressure on your nervous system because the nerve reflexes are being fought against. It, it, depending on the natural urge you're dealing with, whether it's urine, defecation, sneezing, yawning, fatigue, physical, physical exertion, uh, seminal discharge, um, whatever it is, there's so many, there's 14 main natural urges. When those are suppressed, that is considered, these vegas, these Adharania vegas, are considered a significant cause of disease in Ayurveda. And this is so common of, of chronic suppression, particularly the urinary system, because yeah, we're at work, we, we just want to finish this task before I urinate, or I don't want to urinate here, it's too dirty, I'm going to hold it in. Like this is a significant cause of disease, so this can definitely be a big cause of urinary tract infections amongst many other things. Another cause is not emptying the bladder fully. As I said, one of the reasons can be you, you need to just relax your belly. Like right now, listening to this, you just relax your belly, put your awareness on your belly, simply putting your awareness helps, and just breathe into your belly. Just breathe into it a bit more. Be like a baby's belly, like a Buddha's belly, 
let it come out. And now the genitals, relax your genitals like you need to urinate, but not. Like you need to defecate, but not. Just relax those areas. Yeah, you, I'm talking to you. I hope you're doing this. Yes, but just relax it. Stop laughing now and relax. And that is what we need to be in that state because it's beyond urinary tract. You can talk all about the gut and the nervous system that lives in the gut, the enteric nervous system, but relax your belly. Okay, this will help empty the bladder fully when you're on the toilet, completely relax and empty it. And uh, also take your time. There's even a technique which my teachers are pretty strong in teaching you, particularly if you have reoccurring urinary tract infections, it's definitely advisable to do this. And that is after you've finished urinating, get up and even 20 seconds, sit back down after 20 seconds and you more might come out. Okay. Bacteria is a cause, as we spoke about. Improper sugar metabolism is a big one. So eating excess sweets, sugar, not good diet, it's going to, again, cause that ati pravriti, that excess functioning of the water channels, which we call the udhakavaha shrotas in Ayurveda. So we have these channels, which is, you know, the urinary channel is one of them, but there's also this channel carrying all water and controlling water metabolism, which is rooted in the palate and also the pancreas. So when the water metabolism, all the fluids in your body, particularly this water, gets invitiated, and that can be due to toxins, can be due to fear, can be due to alcohol, hot or excess dry foods, can be excess heat, can be excess astringent foods. Astringent is that taste of pluckering. It can be because of suppressing the natural urges. It can, you know, this can create thirst, dryness of the mouth, ringing in the ears, even darkness under the eyes, even like bouts of like feeling a bit unconscious or fainty, dizzy, right? This is similar to like thirst, which is considered a serious disease in, or can be a serious disease in Ayurveda. It is a disease itself, thirst. And when these channels are vitiated, this can, this can definitely intervene with the sugar metabolism and the urinary tract. So there's, of course, many other causes and we need to just relax this whole system and not hold anything, right? So what are some things to do for your urinary tract infection? Well, one other thing I want to mention is another cause can be related with the bacteria is when you wipe, and this is to the treatments now, when you're wiping, if you wipe after you go to the bathroom when you defecate or you pass bowel motion and i say if you wipe because some people just wash water which is a more hygienic way to do wipe from the front to the back so you're not wiping your stool into your vagina for example which is more common as the women will have that opening more vulnerable tissue to to get so simply wipe from front to back and use water you know if you're a woman or a man, anyone should be using water more, and especially if you're prone to UTIs. So how to use water? You get a bidet, you get a hose, you can get bidet hoses, you can attach it, ask your plumber if, if you can't do the plumbing or it's very easy to attach. You have a beautiful hose, you wash yourself, it's much more hygienic. Wash yourself in the shower if you go to the shower after you go to the toilet. Or what I do, because I can't, at the apartment I am living in, I cannot 
attached to my plumbing because it's hidden behind the toilet. I just have a one of those pumps that you what used to spray seedlings, garden spray, like a 1.5 liter bottle, which has a, a pump in it, and it, you can turn it to have a strong, like a spray bottle kind of, and it has a s- strong thing. So I just use that for myself and I use filtered water. So being more hygienic in that area is definitely wise for everyone and especially for those prone to UTI to take that up. You can also get like tomato sauce bottles because even for those with urinary tract infections, even just after urinating for women and men as well, but particularly women, again, because they have that vulnerable tissue, to use like, for example, tomato sauce bottle or those sauce plastic bottles and fill it up with some filtered water and just wash Give yourself a wash after, even if just if it's just after urinating. And so hygiene, very important. Even like using showers instead of bathing. You know, bathing is nice, it's relaxing. You get your goddess on and bathe, but you're bathing in your dirt. So uh, if you want to have a bath, fine, but have a shower after. Okay. And especially you're sitting in that bath and yeah. Or shower before the bath like that so like these are some things i want to now share with you some one other thing before we go into the foods and the herbs is after sexual intercourse as well for those who are prone to utis perhaps emptying your bladder fully going to the toilet is is a wise thing now as much as you want to hold your lover and i hope after set after sexual intercourse you want to be with your lover and spend time with them and if you are prone to the UTIs, it is wise. And if you feel the urge, if you feel the urge, remember, never, never hold the urge. Even in, of course, some cases you got to, but really, you really let, let that out and attend to that urge. And so, for example, after sexual intercourse, you want to stay with your lover and you can just, both of you can meditate and or some type of channeling of energy of maintaining that beautiful intimate connection while one or two of you go to the bathroom and do that elimination of the urinary system because that is very important and it's not worth the conditions that it can compile to in the future. Using natural feminine hygiene products. So for your menstrual period, you want to be using organic material such as organic pads or organic tampons if you want to use tampons, although it is not advised to put anything up that yoni channel, that channel during menstruation. You want everything to just go down and out menstrual health also plays a role in urinary tract infections not using tampons not using menstrual cups just keeping that that free and we did a whole podcast with nidhi pandya on menstrual health and the the ancient wisdom of that and how it is so relevant and and understanding the health aspects of menstruation so natural you can use menstrual underwear you can use pads make sure they're organic okay um so some foods and herbs you can use i'm going to share with you a wonderful uti tea a tea which me and my teacher have made you can make it at home for urinary tract infections and get your pen and paper out because this is a great one if you're feeling it slightly you can use it and that is one teaspoon of coriander seeds half a teaspoon of cumin seeds and one to two teaspoons of barley the grain barley You've got to take all those and put it in two cups of water, reduce it to two to one cup of water, 
or even one and a half cups. So you're making like a decoction. You're boiling these three ingredients, coriander, cumin, and barley in water and reducing it. You're making a concentrated tea and then you can sip that throughout the day and even two to three times a day when it, when it's strong, you can have it three to four times a day. And even after the symptoms have gone of the UTI, continue that for another one to three days, that drink, that UTI tea, which I call. And that, that is one thing. Barley, the food is very important. Um, it's a very wise food to be eating as a grain for any urinary tract disorder, for any kidney disorder, for those with diabetes, it's great. Um, for those with kidney malfunction, it's great. For those who are prone to UTIs, it's great to be having regularly as a maintenance, as a prevention. So that's one. Uh, some food, other foods, parsley is fantastic for this UTIs, horseradish and celery seeds. Celery seeds is a spice you can get, such as ajwain seeds, a common Ayurvedic seed. And sugarcane juice is known to be helpful for the urinary tract. However, you need to be very careful. It can release pressure, but it can also, of course, those who have any sugar metabolism disorder or any high blood sugar, or you just need to be careful. It's very strong, but always with the sugarcane juice, we it's good for pitta people. I'll say when it's good for. So if you don't have any of those disorders, you can have it in the summer. You can have it in the morning for breakfast because it puts out your agni. It is such a cooling drink. It puts out your digestive fire and it's great for the urinary system. It's great for the pitta um, if, if you don't have any sugar issues. So have it plain, no ice. If it's a little cold, add a bit of hot water. You want it to be room temperature or not. And uh, yeah, no ice, no ginger, no lemon. Just, just keep it plain. Once you start adding those things, it causes some fermentation, which causes indigestion and will irritate your urinary tract. So those are some things. Um, pranayama, which is the way to administer prana of life force to your body, which is breathing exercises. That is very powerful for urinary tract infections, for UTIs. It gives this oxygenation of the blood, which improves kidney function. So it's very wise to do pranayama regularly, you know, not just meditating, not just exercise, like breath work also. And we talk all about that in our podcast with Nick Heath, the breathing diabetic. It's a fantastic episode all on breathing and nasal breathing and doing that regularly will definitely help like that alone. If someone's prone to regular UTIs, that will help. And lastly, I'm going to just share with you one herb. I much prefer to give the herbal program in the consultations because it's specific for you. And we have a lot of powerful herbs for the urinary tract. My teacher like did his masters in urinary disorders, particularly for the male and uh, genitourinary system. And I've learned a lot about the urinary system. I work with it a lot. So the best to always do is specific. However, I want, I need to share with you one herb because it is just so powerful. And I want you to have it in case you had a UTI or if you're prone, if you have prone to UTIs, again, if you're going to take this, you can take it regularly, but that is for people who are like prone to UTIs who have that discomfort or that blockage in the urinary system. However, for that, it is better to have a consultation. So I'm showing it to you now for more of those in case you had an acute UTI. And that is a herb called Neri, or on our website, it is called Ni-Urinary. That's N-I-Urinary. And it's a herbal formula based on a classical formula of Ayurveda called Chandra Prabhavati, which means the tablet which makes you glow like a moon. And it's that 
formula plus others. So it's a, it's a fantastic formula that we really enjoy using and it is so powerful and it can very well prevent you from needing antibiotics if that's usually your go-to on a UTI or painkillers, right? This has that effect as well, but in a much less, in a, in a no damaging way at all where antibiotics really should be life-saving medicine. They are reserved for life-saving. We shouldn't just take it because we got this cut or this infection in our nose or in our urinary tract. Like if you're in extreme pain, I get it. That's what you're going to do if you, that's all you know. But there are potential other things. So check out this herb. And it really is something, especially if you're prone to these, to have. And yeah, as I said, it's called knee urinary, N-I urinary. And usually take two tablets twice a day or even three times a day if it's strong during the urinary tract infection so reserve those antibiotics as a last resort try these things work on the root issue with all the things we've mentioned and work with a good quality ayurvedic practitioner through consultations we do that you can book on our website with me and i can work with you to make you self-sufficient in creating your own program of health that you enjoy doing and that you're activating your body's own mechanism so that it can heal yourself that you have that chemistry and that pharmacy within your physiology and that is the goal and that is very achievable easy so vitamin d and urinary incontinence is another thing not only incontinence but that can also relate with the infections so in 2010 there was a study of more than 1800 women and they evaluated the potential link between vitamin D deficiency. And they were looking at below 30 nanograms per milliliter, which is very low. And also female pelvic disorders, right? such as urinary incontinence, but all pelvic disorders. So they concluded the likelihood of urinary incontinence, which is another topic of incontinence, but it's related with the urinary tract, with the strength there, with the ability to relax there, of course, not over-relax. But that was significantly reduced in women 50 years and older with vitamin D who had 30, higher than 30 nanograms per deciliter. So the high vitamin D, the lower risk of pelvic floor disorders in women. And that was a study of vitamin D and pelvic floor disorders in women. Results from the National Health and Nutritional Examination Survey. You can find all of those resources on our show notes. And every podcast episode, by the way, has a lot of resources. So some actually on that topic, some of these podcast show notes have even more resources than what we speak about we elaborate on topics so vitamin d is so 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 so, so crucial we've done multiple episodes on light and vitamin d we've check out light the divine healer or no sun as the divine healer with dylan smith and laura pool that's me and laura pool and we do it's a fantastic episode one of the favorites and it's just shifting this relationship with the sun vitamin d is like a powerful hormone it's far beyond what you think it is beyond bone health so i just want to touch more on the male system now on prostate we're going to just touch on it because we're going to we'll eventually do either a live lecture with my teacher on prostate or we'll do a podcast or we'll do a course whatever it is but one in eight men in the united states has prostate cancer it's the second most common cancer second to skin cancer and it is so popular in males it's so common and it's more likely to be an area of what we call pitta men, these men with more fire, right? And But that doesn't mean if you're not pitta, you're not going to get it. One really great way to manage your prostate, and again, this is related with urinary tract, it's related with the kidneys, is doing self-ab younger every day, self-oil massage. You can 
learn about how to do that on my website. We have a free process to download on self-massage. And not only is that preventing you from having a low immune system to let the cancer spread and making sure the lymph is draining well and the cancer cells are performing their function of apoptosis and autophagy, they're cleaning out like they should be. There's so many benefits to have younger to prevent cancer. But another thing is you actually, you massage your genitals and you massage your scrotum when you do that also. And that's a technique for early screening that can detect it. I've had patients detect their tumors through self have younger. So regularly feeling your body, getting to know your body is what's going to help prevent. And of course you can get screening. You can, you can get tests with your doctors. And I just want to mention, there's so many things to talk about male reproductive health, but one huge thing is fellas, don't keep your phone on your pocket. Don't keep your laptop in your lap. This is going to zap your genitals. This is not only going to weaken your erectile strength and your fertility and your whole reproductive libido, but it's going to just definitely make you more susceptible to this common cancers that occur down there. And then there's prostate calculus, stones, which is called shukra ashmiri in Ayurveda, and it can relate with also suppressing semen, not properly releasing the semen, not properly releasing the urine, the semen retention. If it's not done right, it can cause that. We need to be careful. We speak about that with Dr. John Gray in our podcast episode on sexuality and dynamics of creative sexuality, and we speak about semen retention. We also speak about the dangers of that vasectomies one of the contraceptive methods when the man is taking the hit getting a cord chopped off you're disrupting this whole circle of intelligence in our reproductive system and it can cause issues like weird malfunctions of cancers and and even urinary tract infections you know so this is an overview of utis predominantly is what i wanted to speak about because of how common it is kidneys play a big role but yeah, there's so many things best to work with a practitioner, but you can do so many things as well to prevent this. And if it is a chronic thing, we can deal with it. And, you know, sexuality is definitely related to it. We've done uh, an episode, as I said, with Dr. John Gray, we'll be doing another one as well with Diane Richardson on, on, on tantric sex, which is a, is a greater use of your sexual energy. But but not only the energetic aspect, we have to look after our reproductive organs on a physical level as well. It's definitely tied into the emotional, energetic, spiritual, but also physical, so menstrual health and no suppressing. And, and fellas also get this. Like I've talked a lot about women, but men also get it. And we need to just keep an eye on our waste products, our urination, defecation, and our sweat. So there's a lot of things to discuss. Hope you enjoyed this episode. If you appreciate it, please share it. Trust me, there's so many people out there with UTIs and they'll need to hear it. One other thing I forgot to mention is sitz bath for urinary tract infections. It's very powerful. You can put some turmeric in your sitz bath to you just make a bath or, or better to do a bucket because you want a more less water quantity. If it's a bathtub, it's too much. And you put just say a spoon of turmeric and four to five crushed Shodhana Vati tablets. We have this herb, Shodhanavati, or even Shodhanavati capsules. You open the capsule and put the powder. If it's a capsule, if it's a tablet, you crush it, put the powder in, in the bath. Even better, we want to make it more potent. You have the time, you have one of, You think you deserve the best medicine. You boil that Shodhanavati tablets with turmeric powder, reduce it in a big pot, the biggest pot you have, and add that to a bucket. Sit in the bucket, open your genitalia and let that go in and soothe that area. 
If you don't have Shodhanavati, you can use Trifala powder, which is a common Ayurvedic herbs of three fruit. But Shodhanavati is so much more powerful and will have a much greater effect. Trifala is only if you don't have it. But use the Shodhanavati, bit of turmeric. Just be careful with the turmeric doing sits baths because if you plan to conceive very soon, you should not be using turmeric in that area because it just will sterilize. So, but of course, that's only in the, in the near fertility window. So, my friend, I hope you have learned about your kidneys and your urinary tract. This is such important aspects that generate our energy, our vitality. If you appreciate this, share it with a friend, leave a review, and listen to our other episodes, and check us out. Until next time, much, much love. And may you pee happily, freely. Yeah.